Hi, this is Jason Sohail Ascari. And this is Anna Ascari. I grew up and studied about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all my life. And I never got the chance to watch any of the original series. The both of us were going to watch all 193 episodes of the original series. And give you a perspective from an expert. And a new viewer. This is what we call a Tata Recall. Alrighty, and welcome to episode 70 of Turtle Recall. I am your host, Jason Sohail. And joining with me, as always, is my ever so lovely and totally is not going to go one on one on a game of basketball wife with Splinter, Anna. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I think I jumbled that a little. I think I made it sound like your like that your name is Splinter. My name is never Splinter. Your name is never Splinter. I know. I totally know. This week we are going to be talking about the episode P uh, Peking Turtle. Uh, but, you know, uh, before we get into that, you know, uh, just like recently, I, I got, like, the Casey Jones NECA figure. <laughs> Yay! I know, I think from the day that you got Casey Jones figures, you just got, like, five years, like, younger. I, I, I think you're absolutely right about that. Obviously, if you guys are listening to podcasts, you guys are also, uh, also, uh, action figure collectors for Ninja Turtles. I mean, if you're not, it's okay. But just give you guys a heads up. Like, ever since, like, NECA has been like, oh, these Ninja Turtle figures are now available at retail. It And, like, even though the retailers are Walmart and Target, and you expect, like, oh, Walmart and Target, they're going to have, like, a lot of inventory. No. For some reason, like... I mean, it's better inventory than GameStop. I'm going to say this right now, and you, uh, I know I'm going to get some, like, arguments from it, but no, GameStop had awful inventory, uh, so I'm so glad they're not doing GameStop anymore, uh, but, but, Wal, like, Walmart, uh, Walmart's been particularly bad about, like, getting, getting in figures, and just recently they did the, uh, they released the Unmasked, uh, Casey Jones, uh, they did it, they did it about, like, uh, a few months ago, and I was like, I don't know, maybe oh, one it, or two. Was it the same uh, Casey Jones that... Um, With the Raphael? No, I'm saying, was it the same uh, Casey Jones that um, they um, they also made an April of it? <laughs> I don't know how to explain. They, uh, that they uh, checked the movie with the details. Of yeah, the okay, okay, okay. So, alright, alright. So, to give the, like, a little like history thing. So, so yeah, when... When the April figure, like, came out and they designed her. Uh-huh. And, you know, they got, like, the permission from, like, Judith Hogan and everything. Yes, that's what I mean. Right. Uh, when they were able to do that, they also revealed that Judith was able to convince um, Elias uh, Cotis to get to give sign off and his permission for his likeness for the Casey Jones figure. Because they released the figure last year, but it was only the mask. Because they didn't get his uh, permission then. Oh. But, like, you know, Judith was, was able to, like, talk to her and basically be like, oh, you should do it. The fans will love it. And it, she probably whispered to his ear, you'll make lots of money. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how that conversation went. They're not going to tell, they're not going to tell the fans on, like, you know, oh, how much of a, um, how much of, like, a, the sign-in fee that that the person got to do the likeness in there, but <laughs> they're gonna be like, oh, did it for the fans, did it for the fans. All right, look, look. I mean, I mean, let's be real here. Come on, 
Come on, guys. Everyone uh, value their times. Er, yeah. Er if you have to sit and sign something, then you're like, you know what? If they pay me good, I do it. Right. Right. Exactly. So I'm sure that's really what the con how the conversation went. And so they re-released the figure uh, a while ago to actually have uh, like his real face on it. It's almost the same figure. Uh, they they changed the elbows up a little bit, uh, but like everything else is like pr uh, pretty much the same. Just like this time, we have his actual like actor's face on it. But you have April too. Uh, okay, no, I don't have April too. I'm still waiting on April. Uh, people have April. It's just that the people who ordered, who have April, are the ones who ordered it without the uh, signature and uh -huh. without the raincoat. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I ordered it with the signature and the raincoat, and so that's taking longer. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's why I don't have uh, April right now. But, um, but, but as I said, uh, so they released the figure. They released it like in Walmart stores about a month ago, and it was like. It was, it was like I said, it was like only one or two. It was like really weird distribution, and especially like they also released it with the new Super Shredder, the new purple Super Shredder. Mm -hmm. And so like you got, they had like three purple Super Shredders and one new Casey Jones. And uh, I don't know. I thought the distribution was like kind of weird all over there. I had my theories, and then I thought, and I knew that they're gonna release more of it like later on. I really thought like those Super Shredders since the since it was supposed to be like the the uh, Comic Con exclusive, I thought I thought like okay, that's why they're doing it, just to give the kind of short pack the shredders. But then, but recently, like you know, like when I when I mean re recently, I mean like a week ago, uh, they start showing up at Walmart again with a much more inventory. But still, each case is still one Casey Jones and three Super Shredders. This is this time, like stores are getting like six or t six to ten cases this time instead of one. Okay. Yeah, so they're getting easier to get. Uh, well, uh, I mean, but my my only thing is I really think this is gonna just overflow with super shredders. And I say this when I checked one Walmart where which they had like the one one Walmart I saw they had like twelve super shredders. The next day I went there, all the super shredders are gone. So I guess I'm not, that theory was gone. Um, but. But uh, going back to this, so uh, uh, my, my local friends were letting me know, like, oh, hey, they start showing up at Walmart. Uh, like, you know, they, they saw me, oh, they, they went to this Walmart they found it. And like, and, uh, and the, the Walmart they went to was like an hour and a half away from me. I was like, I'm not going to drive down there. But I was like, okay, you know what? Let me go check the one nears me, near me. Because I was like, I'm going to check the one near me. And if they have it, they have it. If they, if they don't, I, I'll, I'll wait a few days and go back. Well, uh so the funny thing was, when I went when I went to do this, I also brought my son with me, uh -huh. and like you know, because you know, I was like, oh, this would be a daddy father son action figure hunt, um, like day and everything, and like you know, give give mommy like a break, uh, cause you know, like when she goes to the store, she just wants to like you know browse around, and I'm like, we gotta go here, go here, and then we have to leave, uh, so um, uh, we went. We went to the first Walmart, the, the one I was talking about, where they had, like, the 12 Super Shredders. And, like, at first I was, like, all happy. I was excited. I was like, oh, man. I was like, if they have this many Super Shredders, they got to have at least one or two um, Casey Jones. No. 
people like went through the Casey Jones and like grabbed them out of the case and just left the super shredders. And I was like, oh man, and I was a bummer. Well, the funny thing is like, so while I'm like doing this, while I'm like going to Walmart, our son likes to sing. And uh, during Halloween time, there's this like uh, one of his like uh, YouTube like song playlist will come up and it, it, it goes like, go away, scary monster, go away, go away, like something like that. Well, our son has a very limited vocabulary. And so it, so I'm here like just pushing him around in the stroller uh, at the store. And it just, he's just like, go, like very excitedly going, go away, go away, go away, go away. And I mean, it just looks like I'm just pushing him around. And he's just shouting everyone, just leave us alone. <laughs> I mean, and I'm just, I'm just like, I mean, I, I had like people like look at me. I'm like, he's singing a song. I swear he's singing a song. <laughs> he's like, go away, let me have that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go away. Give, give me the Casey Jones action figure. I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, well, after we, after we like, you know, went to that uh, Walmart, uh, you know, uh, basically, basically I told Anna, I was like, oh, they didn't have it there. Uh, I think we're just gonna go home, and Anna said, like, oh, why don't you just check one more, and then come back, and I was like, okay, because, you know, this is a, what awesome wife I have. So we, so we went to another Walmart, and the funny thing was, um, ironically, I didn't go to the Walmart that's next to my house, and I, I even told Anna this, I said, no, I don't want to check the one that's next to the house, because... They don't, they never get it. Like, if, it, like, these Walmarts get it first, and then the one next to the house, they get it, like, a week later. So, I'll, so, I'll just check a week later with them. And, I mean, while I'm wondering, I actually got a message from my friend who said, Oh, hey, I, I found, I found these Casey Jones next, next to the Walmart at your house. I was like, threw my hands up in there. Um, but, I mean, I'm at the other Walmart. Um, when he messages, messages me that, and I go, I go to the electronics section, and, cause, like, if you guys don't know, like, this is, like, where the, uh, NECA toys are at, the collector toys, they're at the electronics section, they, like, you know, that we can't put the collector stuff with the actual toy section, cause kids might confuse it and might, might play with them or something, I don't know, it's a weird thing. Oh, um, you know what, after we... Whenever we are done with the Ninja Turtles episodes, uh, Ninja Turtles podcast, I think we have to make a toy collector podcast. I think you're right about that. Stories about right. Well, I, you know, you're. I think you're absolutely right about that. Well, I went to their uh, collector section, and their collector section is like empty, like like completely empty. And I was like, oh okay. Like I was like, well. They either haven't stocked them, or they don't have them, or they just, um, they just don't carry much in the collector section. And, uh, you know, went around the store, went to the actual, uh, toy section, bought a couple of, uh, uh, retro Ninja Turtles, because, I, uh, I want to get the, I actually, we're, we're gonna give them to, uh, my son, like, in, in a couple of years, like, so he can play with them himself. Uh, right now he's still into cars, he's not really into action figures, but I'm, Pretty sure he'll begin to action figure at some time. And then went 
I was, and then I was like, okay, let me just check the electronics section one more time. And, alright, I just wanted to let you guys know, it's 9.30 at night. And go ahead, judge me why I'm taking my son out uh, 9.30 at night, my three-year-old toddler at 9.30 at night. But you know what, if, if you can get your toddler to sleep at like 8 o'clock, I need your secrets. Uh, but I go back, I, I go back to the electronics section and... There was a Walmart associate who was stocking the shelves at 9.30 at night. And I'm just, I don't know why she's stocking the shelves at 9.30 at night. Because when I worked at retail, I used to stock in the morning. I never stocked at, like, you know, at night. But I saw her with, like, a bunch of Billie Eilish figures in her hand. And, yes, they make Billie Eilish uh, action figures for some reason. But then as she, like went away, I saw she put out a case of the NECA Ninja Turtle figures, and I ran up there, and I immediately grabbed the Casey Jones. She looked at me, and she was like, oh, there's more in the back if you, um, if you want it. And I was like, oh, no, no, I'm good. I only need one. <laughs> I mean, and I, I know I had, like, a few friends that were, like, looking for him, but, like, it's also 930 at night. Um, I, I need to get this kid home. Oh, <laughs> uh, so... I just want you to know that while I'm still doing this, my son is still singing Go Away. <laughs> and, like, this nice lady who's, like, giving me this Casey Jones action figure, and she has to be serenaded with my son shouting, Go Away, Go Away, Go Away. I mean... <laughs> also, a secret, just guys know, when the louder my son sings, the more tired he is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, and the faster he sings, the more tired he is. Yes. He is singing loud and fast. And I'm like, oh my god, this kid really needs to go to bed. But I got Casey Jones in my action, uh, in my hand. <laughs> but I, I, I was so thankful to get uh, the kid Casey Jones. It was just ironic that the one next to the house <laughs> also had the figure. Uh, uh, they, they don't have any more. Uh, like, I mean... When I went was the most perfect time because, uh, because I had actually, I had people message me. It's like, oh, oh, if they have extra, let, let me know. And then whenever I checked the other Walmarts, especially like the ones I knew that had other ones, uh, they were all gone. So, uh, you know, uh, unfortunately I wasn't able to help with Casey Jones, but I was able to help get people with, uh, super shredders that they weren't, that, that, that they're, that they, the people who were still looking for them didn't have. Also, uh. I did uh, happen to find uh, the the uh, you know the Yoshi the Hamada Yoshi and um, uh, Oroku Saki uh, set. I I thought those were long gone, and then I was like, oh hey, there's a few extra ones. So overall, uh, came out uh, pretty well. Also, uh, speaking of NECA, uh, uh, check out our YouTube channel. Uh, we just released a new uh, like unboxing video, or I should say like capsule unboxing, like or I don't know, do you? Are they boxes? They're like little capsules. Capsules opening? Yes, capsules. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but we just uh, we just did a little opening over that. So if you if you go to the next section, Line you capsules. saw... capsules. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get to see what's in those uh, capsules. And like, that way you can decide if if it's worth your uh, $10 or not. Uh, like, you know... The bag was $10? Yeah, the bag was $10. The, the bag was $10. Um, spoilers... I just got new running shoes and uh, my new my new shoes have a Ninja Turtle uh, a little bling on them when I go run my next marathon. <laughs> All right, you ready for some Ninja Turtle news? 
Yeah. All right, let's do this. Uh, we got some interesting stuff, and like you know, when you think of October, you know, you usually think of Halloween and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? We're skipping that. We're going to be like retailers. We're going to go to Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get into that later. <laughs> All right. I was in a spooky mood. I know. Well, you know what? <laughs> some, some uh, get over it. Get over it. Exactly. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, the first thing that we're going to talk about this week is actually uh, Forbidden Planet, which is actually a UK uh, clothing brand. Uh, they added some Ninja Turtle items uh, to their online store. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so uh, the image that they chose is like some really cool images. It's all like the Mirage um, art, and like I, I actually really like this hoodie. The, the hoodie is like black and white, uh, and then like they even have they even have that same Im image in a mug. Uh, they have like the they even have a pin for it and everything. Uh, and the t-shirt is also really cool. Yeah, and the t-shirt is really cool. The t-shirt is actually in color. Uh, they have other stuff other than this because I was looking at their site and. Uh, they have, uh, they also have like some cartoon stuff. Uh, they have like other comic stuff. Uh, like it's just a big majority of it is uh, the cartoon. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they even have some crank stuff in there too. <laughs> they do. Yeah, yeah. Now, like I said, this is the this is the UK, so like everything is like in pounds, like uh -huh. for the currency. So I have no idea how. Like I know it's. I know it's more than I know pounds are worth more than US dollars and uh, they do ship to the US so I have but I have no idea how much it ships to the US uh, but uh, yeah Forbidden Planet is one of those uh, geeky clothing uh, brands in the UK region uh, so but this is one of those like officially like uh... yeah this is officially licensed you know that, that that's why they have like the Nickelodeon on there and then they also have like the uh, copyright of Viacom Oh, wow. We have to do some math to see if we can yeah. get you that hoodie. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We, we need to do some math. We, I might end up getting that hoodie because that, that hoodie looks really cool. Mm -hmm. Right. So uh, the next thing I kind of want to talk about, this kind of like uh, snuck in there because I found these at Walmart. And this is actually like my picture right here. <laughs> uh, these are NECA's Toy Capsule Collectibles Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles edition and the logo itself is uh from the logo of the movie and uh right like uh I, to be honest i don't know too much about it i do know what's inside i can tell you i can tell you i can tell you exactly what's inside i what i don't know is i mean now i'm pretty sure i'm like 90 percent sure that if how like all of them comes with the same stuff i can't imagine they come with different stuff there's only one item i could see in there that could be different with the other uh, stuff yeah um uh, but for now you don't want to give us more information no and we're not because we're, we have a video and that <laughs> and we have a video we have an unboxing video and that unboxing video what is uh, nine over there a uh, nine just says that there's nine capsules in there why nine because they they put nine in there <laughs> like they put nine they put nine capsule balls in there no i'm saying like why they chose to put nine i guess because what, 10 nine? would have been they would have been a more expensive package <laughs> um yeah no I, I, I why not i don't know they nine was the nice easy number so they can make it into a square uh but these are at walmart uh they retail for ten dollars which is just a little over a dollar per capsule ball just to give you guys a reference 
Uh, but yeah, that, uh, it's just, it was just something I found, uh, and I found out when I found another action figure, which, you know, we, we've already told the story about me finding that action figure. Uh, but, uh, the last thing... Oh, Casey? Yeah, Casey, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the last thing I want to talk about, because, you know, because, you know, like I said, it's October, so therefore, we gotta talk about Christmas. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah. Every time you, like... Makes me go in my spooky mode. Uh, every time I'm, I'm taking away that spooky mode <laughs> and getting you into the Christmas spirits. Uh, this is Super 7's Holiday Ninja Turtle uh, reaction uh, figures. And you can pre-order these at Target right now. And so, the, okay, so the coolest part about this, to be honest, is actually the package. It's actually a... Uh, stocking like the package is actually a stocking that you can actually hang over your fireplace and have like you know Santa put in like you know if you're a good boy you get like uh, <laughs> treats and everything if you're a bad child uh, Santa's gonna put coal in there uh, what's cute about the stocking it actually has like the the, oh, the toe the <laughs> the t- it actually has a turtle like like uh, two feet uh, over cute. there yeah yeah that, that that's cute I mean now practically that shouldn't like you know because y- I mean, I know they make uh, finger socks, but like the, mo- most people, like they have like the socks that ra- that's like rounded. Like you know, I, I mean, it's a cute design. I'm not I'm not gonna uh, bash it. Bash it. Well, I'm just saying. Wearing it. Was it? No, 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 no. People aren't wearing it. They just they're, it's just a design choice to make it with the turtle foot. Yeah, uh, but if the turtles were Santa. Yeah, if the turtles were Santa. I'm just saying. I am just saying that. Our stockings don't have five little toes on it because, you know, uh, we're humans. I'm just saying. That's just me being critical. Uh, but uh, the actual the actual uh, figures themselves, uh, first, what I love about the packaging of the, of the figures is that on top it comes with a bow. So when you put it in the, the stocking, it looks like a present coming out of the stocking. That's like I cool. thought that was a really cool uh, design. Uh, w- the back of it actually has like those like to and from Ninja Turtle tags and they look like like the old school like Ninja Turtle like Christmas cards you could have got like back in the uh, early 90s. Uh, so the turtles themselves, they're the same uh, reaction figures that we've seen from Super 7 before, uh-huh. uh, except this time. They all have a Santa hat, and all their weapons and pizza are now like, uh, you know, candy cane striped now. Like they're all red and red and white. Uh huh. So for that Christmas thing, so like you know, it's like Leonardo has two big candy canes instead of s- swords. Well, straight candy canes, I should say. Like you know, and like uh, Donatello has a big peppermint stick. <laughs> uh, you can actually pre-order these now, and you can actually. Uh, go on our uh, our description uh, wherever you're uh, hearing or li- or watching this podcast. You can uh, you can see the description to pre-order them. Uh, they are exclusive to Target. They're only gonna be in, they're only gonna be in Target. The and now now here's like here's like where like the negative parts come out. Uh, the retail on these uh, seventy five dollars. Uh, now. Honestly, yeah, I know, I know, I know. That's, I mean, honestly, that's about average uh, Super 7 price uh, because uh, a Super 7. But the sides uh, are very tiny. I know, the sides are tiny. But like, yeah, yeah, those Super like 7 figures. Okay, are, who pays $75 for it? Uh, 
<laughs> we will find out. We will find out who pays $75 for a stocking. But yeah. I know uh, you're the first one who bought this. But, <laughs> but yeah. still. Yeah, so, um, but I, just just give me guys a general, uh, uh, the regular Super 7 figures, like each figure is like retails for, uh, for $18 at Target. So... There's a they kind of slash like like three or four dollars um uh off the price to get all, to get all of them. All right, now here's the big bummer. Here's like the major bummer, which I cannot. This one I couldn't get over, and I'm hoping like I'm hoping it's just not true, and like they're gonna like surprise us and be like, oh, it's the expected release date is in February. What? Right, exactly. Yes, because it's like okay, that's. Two months after Christmas. Like, they can't... Like, if they said, oh, hey, like, it's coming... Like, you know, if... If, like, they... If they, they, like, you know... I mean, there's so many things they could have done better with this. Because, I mean, in February, who's going to be like, oh, you know what? I want a Christmas stocking. I mean, yes, there are people right now in October, I mean, in retailers to have, like, the Christmas stuff. And I'm seeing people buy the Christmas stuff. Yeah. I'm not saying... And, like, you know, I've worked in retail before i remember we put out the christmas stuff back in august i always said it's always early but people buy it like in there i have no idea who's going to be buying christmas stuff in september i mean in in, in february because february is like pretty much like it, it looks like one of those like like people are going to see it they're going to think it's like a clearance item yes exactly because like that's like when all the ha- ha- valentine stuff comes out and they're like oh they sell a christmas stuff oh this stock is really cute i'm oh, I was like, oh i bet this is 90 percent off and like you know then they're going to be shocked when it's like 75 dollars like especially people look at it who just think it's a stocking they don't realize it's actually action figures inside <laughs> because there's like one I mean, on february i don't think i pay more than 12 dollars for it right right no 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 i i i agree uh i agree i think um i mean i I think there should have been more planning on uh super sevens part on this just to kind of be like oh okay like you know like maybe they like i'm pretty sure like they worked on it for like for a good while and I'm pretty sure, like, it, re- it was supposed to be December, but things kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed, uh, especially with the current shipping situation we have uh, worldwide. I'm, like, pretty sure, like, all that's in factor in there. It's just that it still, like, it, it's almost like, oh, if I, if I was, you know, Super 7, you know, I would be like, oh, this is not going to make our target date. And it was like, oh, it's going to come, like, just after Christmas, where it looks like we just kind of messed up there. Yeah. I would be like, okay, let's delay this for another 12 months, especially since, you know, we didn't actually reveal it to the public, and then bring it out. Because, like, uh, something that's, like, something that's, like, holiday-themed, you... When when you're pa- when you're just past the holiday, it's not going to do well. Yes, yes. Right. You're already, like... Passover that feeling and right exactly you're passing over the feeling everyone's like going for other stuff and like I said since the packaging uh, the packaging is really cool love the packaging I love that it's uh, a Christmas stocking but since it's a Christmas stocking people are going to see it but you know when we'll be when we are going to be jealous when that not this Christmas but the next Christmas when all those people that bought it no when all the it's, it's all gone and then we're like you know what we should have got that stocking <laughs> and they start doing photography of like the turtles with the right oh gosh like uh uh target and uh and 
and Super 7, they've already, and uh, the official Ninja Turtle Twitter, they also showed, like, they shared, like, photos of, like, the the turtles, like, giving out, like, like those little box uh, present ornaments, like, to each other, and with all the Christmas theme and everything. It looks really cool. <laughs> and, it, and, like, oh, like, oh that's, a, that's a really cool, like, design thing you're going to have. And, and it's just, like, when you see the release date, you're like, I mean, the release date was a big turnoff for me. I was like, really? Yes. February? Like, you know, you couldn't, like, make that November? <laughs> like, when it's supposed to be? Yeah, uh, but, you know, definitely let us know what you guys think. Let us know if you're planning to get it uh, in February, even in, like, I don't know, keep it in storage for a year. Or, you know what, maybe it's Christmas all year long in your house. Uh, but definitely uh, let us know. Already in, just as a reminder, you can listen to the news section live every Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on our YouTube channel. All right, all right, honey, you ready to talk about the Beijing Dynasty with the Ninja Turtles? Beijing Dynasty? Beijing. Because, you know, like, or uh, it, it, actually, it was technically, they said it was the Ying Dynasty. Oh, uh, I heard the Ying. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying, like, because it's from the city of Beijing. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. They, they didn't mention that in the episode. Okay, so you have extra uh, information about that. Yes. Yes, I do. All right. <laughs> All right, let's, let's do this. All right. This week we're talking about Syndicated Season 4, Episode 4, Peking Turtle. This originally aired on uh, September 13th, 1990. This was directed by Fred Wolf and written by Antonio and Carmilla Ortiz. Honey, you want to give us a summary here? Yes, so uh, what happened is that uh, in this story, uh, we are um, the focus is on... Uh, that uh, a statue army that is in the history of like uh, China. Mm -hmm. Yeah, China. China, and um, so in this episode, uh, we see on uh, it start with uh, that turtles are in the sewers that they're playing uh, with a ball and um, with uh, a splinter is doing basketball and everything, and then. Uh, they hit the TV and, and then we see that April is talking about those uh, statues and then um, uh, in the in the news they're saying that there is a marble that get power from these statues I think if I am saying correctly mm. and then um, Crank see that and says that oh we can use this um, and um, and then what they do is that they make a uh, device that when they put on the statues then they have and they can control them and make them live so uh, they put the device on one of the statues and then they take control of all of them and then um and then turtles have to fix it that's right <laughs> that's right all right uh so Let's go ahead and start uh, breaking down this episode. Uh, first, uh, well, before we start breaking down this episode, uh, a few things I kind of want to uh, say. One, the this uh, season, this uh, syndicated season four, I didn't really watch that much because when this came out, this is also when this season came out. This also was the when the CBS season came out, mm -hmm. and I know I was more. I was more watching the CBS season than this season, especially since this was mixed in with the season three. And by that time, as a kid, I like I, I was like, oh, I've seen that, I've seen these episodes way too many times that I didn't like really uh, 
follow up too much. And so like this one, I, I will say I didn't write too much because I was, I ended up more watching the episode itself because I was getting really interested in the episode. Mm -hmm. And I'm also going to say this, Shredder and Krang really steal this episode. <laughs> like every scene with them talking to each other. It's very funny. It's really funny. I loved it. I mean, and they I mean, they, they really like if. They just, like, just had this whole episode, just 22 minutes of just them, like, just talking back to each other. Oh, I would, like, I think I would have even, like, enjoyed it even more. Like, I don't know. I felt like the turtles were too much of a distraction. I'm like, oh, no, no. Go, let's go back to Shredder and Craig. I want to, like, you know, it's like, oh, Shredder, stop talking to Rock, Roxanne and Bebop. Stop fighting the Ninja Turtles. Go, go talk to Craig. <laughs> That's why I feel. All right. So. See, now I'm like. This is my husband. <laughs> All right, so let let's go ahead and uh, start with the episode. And the the way this episode starts is we see that the turtles are playing uh, basketball. And the one thing I do want to note about them uh, playing basketball, like, so they don't have an orange ba basketball, which is kind of weird, especially since uh, this was uh, animated animated by the Dublin team, and usually with um, outsiders like looking into America. Uh, for sports, like, when they think basketball, they immediately think orange. Mm -hmm. And this one, they did, like, that red, white, and blue basketball, um, which was so much like the Globetrotters basketball. All right, honey, go. you have that look in your face. Go ahead and ask it. Ask me who, what are the Globetrotters. <laughs> no, I was thinking, I don't think they were trying to make it look like it. Because is there any basketball, like, looks like that? Yes. Yes. The, okay, so the Globetrotters. Oh. Um, they do it, and like you know, now I'm thinking about their name are Globetrotters. Maybe they did. Maybe they actually visit it around the world. But uh, so the Globetrotters, um, they weren't a real basketball team. I mean, they, I mean, they were. I mean, they're very talented people. But the way that they played basketball was more of like a show-off kind of thing. It was more of a show, oh. and it wasn't like a sport. It was like, because they would be like doing like crazy, they'd be like doing like crazy, like, uh, like moves while they're doing, uh, like the, like, uh, dribbling the basketball. Like, you know, like, like the, they'll like jump really high and like, uh, like so many tactics that is not allowed in a basketball game. Uh. Yeah, but it's there for show. Right. And like, I mean, I, I remember these commercials so much. And like, so the music, the music was like so much like, that globetrotter music said da 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 like I uh, can't even do it right, but like, did like uh, but I mean, if you guys know what the globetrotter music, you know what it is. I just can't do it uh, correctly. Uh, can I find it on YouTube? Yeah. Uh, but was what was like kind of weird. It's like so they had the their style of music, but then they also put like the Ninja Turtles like theme into it. Uh, yeah, so like you would listen and it'd be like Globetrotter, 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 and then it would just like up, da 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 da, like, <laughs> like Globetrotter, Trotter, Glo Globetrotter, hold on. Oh, I see the ball. Yeah, you, you see how like the ball is like red, red, and blue. Ah, uh -huh. yes, yes. Okay, I didn't, I didn't know that. I thought that it's one of those like kitty uh, beach balls. Right, right. No, Especially no. Especially the way Esprinter was playing it was a squishy so right 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 so no that was uh that was that and then and then also like 
the funny thing was like at one point Raphael even says like uh Magic Johnson eat your heart, heart out oh and I'm gonna guess you don't you have no idea who Magic Johnson is yeah all right Magic Johnson was a very famous uh basketball player oh. yeah yeah um uh, and uh, he actually, uh, uh, you know, uh, for you, uh, he convert he converted into Islam. You know, that was a really big uh, deal. Uh, um, oh. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then, unfortunately, he he like the I think the most famous thing for unfortunately was he was diagnosed with AIDS. Um, oh. Right. Uh, but but yeah, like but he was a like he was a very well known basketball player. And Michael Atkins actually wrote down this fact. I mean. I didn't know this. This is a really awesome from him. All right, he says uh, the op the opening has the turtles playing with Globetrotter theme basketball as the Globetrotter theme song or something very similar to it plays in the background. We talked about that. He and Raph tells Magic Johnson to eat his heart out. Magic wasn't a regular with the Globetrotters though. He played one game with them in '97, a year after he retired from the NBA for the third time actually. Six years after the line was written. So he wasn't associated with the Globetrotters at that time. I had no idea that Magic Johnson ever, like, played against the Globetrotters. Oh, cool. So that's a cool fact right there. I mean, I think Raphael just said that line because, you know, at that time he was, like, the most famous. Like, at that, I will say at that time he was the most famous uh, basketball player. If this was maybe a year later or maybe if they... Uh, recorded it like uh, like a few months after that, they probably would have went with Michael Jordan because uh, like you know Michael like in the '90s is when Jordan's uh, you know his his uh, hype his like you know his uh, career like really went up. Yeah. Yeah, you know Michael Jordan. Yes, I remember Michael Jordan. I remember when we, I think we were in high school when people talking about Michael Jordan. Right. Right. Exactly. Uh, it, no, yeah, like, um, it was actually probably, um, elementary school for you. Uh, uh, now I think about it, but, uh. Probably. Yeah, uh, but. I but, just yeah. remember I heard it. <laughs> right, exactly. L like I said, I think if this was a, if this episode was made a year after, or, like, at least, like, recorded, like, at least a few months after, I think they would have changed that line to Michael Jordan. Because, yeah. uh, Now I'm thinking, but you, ha you also have to think that. The news would always come to me so many times, so many years later. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that is true. So it probably was high school when you when, uh, when you heard about. It. Oh gosh, oh god, oh man, I'll never forget this. Oh, uh, you didn't have internet those days. Yeah, exactly. I'll I'll never forget this. This is like one of my, you know, you know how like I like to be mean with people like with in in good sport spirits. I had a uh, coworker. He was from Cameroon. Uh -huh. And like I mean he he's been in the like you know like by the time he worked with me he's he was at least in the country for uh, at least ten years I think something like that maybe maybe less than that but uh, he he started he like he started like singing the Charles in Charge theme song and like Charles in Charge is like uh, I think that was in the I think that was in the nineties it might have been eighties I cannot remember when that show came out right at, at this. Uh, very second, uh, but you know, it was famous, it had Scott Bayo in it, uh, like, you know, uh, the theme song is, like, very famous, and he just kept, like, singing this song, and, like, everyone was, like, everyone was, like, questioning him, why is he singing this theme song to the show, and I was, oh, gosh, I, I, I like, I, I made a joke, and I was, 
I'll say it's like, like, oh, I think he just got access to the show, like, you know, like a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and like everyone in my all my coworkers were like uh, cracking up, and I said, "Oh, wait, wait till well." I was like, "Wait till you guys get uh get Urkel and your television sets. You're gonna go nuts." <laughs> but I mean, it's the joke with like it's like oh, you get like like other countries they they get like the the U.S. like styles and TV shows like 10 20 years later like you know uh even like uh the uh how i met your mother made that joke made a joke similar to that with uh uh with like how canada didn't get like the 80s until like the late 90s <laughs> i mean it's just so uh, but there was also the other shows that they were making fun of that um what was that show that you were watching for a while and it was making me mad but then later I... I Perfect Strangers? Yeah. <laughs> Standing tall with the wings of my dreams. Oh, it was, at first it was very insulting for me. Yes, oh my gosh, no. I want to hate it. Okay, so <laughs> when a foreigner watches Perfect Strangers... I'm sure my... I know my parents love Perfect Strangers, but like they probably like secretly hated it just a little bit because... I mean, they make... They make as like... They make Foreign... fun of foreigners. Yes, they make foreigners like dumb. Right, right. Foreigners are not dumb. They're right. like... <laughs> right, exactly. Because it's like a foreigner comes in and like, oh, I don't know what the... What is a coffee maker? I don't know what this does. What do you do? Like, I mean, it's like the easiest jokes you can make like in like those kind of sitcoms. It's like, oh, what is this? I mean, you know, I mean... And I mean, it, it, it does. It, it makes like people like go, oh, who they're... Everyone outside the US, oh... We don't know what telephones are. We don't know what internet is. I mean, yeah, no, uh, like, Anna grew, our, Anna grew into the show eventually, but when I was first watching it, because it was on Hulu, and I was like, you know what, I kind of want to watch uh, this show. I haven't seen this show in years. I used to watch it growing up, and, like, every time I watched it, she was getting mad, because she, she was so mad that Balky was an idiot, and he didn't know how anything worked. <laughs> but I was like, he has a good heart. But no, you're right. It is like it was like very, uh, very stereotypical, very racial stereotypical. I think I started liking he- liking it after uh, after I noticed that he has a very good heart. Right, right. No, I, I, th- I think you're absolutely right about but that. But still, he was very dumb. He was very dumb. He was very dumb. And like, and the fact is, like, I I, th- I know the show like lasted for like seven years, but like you get into like season six, and he still doesn't know some of the American stuff. And like it's like I was like, oh come on, like you know. Also, you were you were laughing too much. Oh uh, well, that's because it was funny. You're you're not allowed that much. Man. I'm not that allowed much. to laugh that much. When when you have a foreigner wife. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I promise I will stop laughing when I have, especially now I have a foreigner wife. Well, she's not a foreigner anymore. You're an American now. I'm not. I'm allowed to laugh now. At this well, time. I'm proud of both nationality. I'm, I'm not like. I, I'm both nationality too. I'm just you're not yeah. a foreigner anymore. I know. I'm just. I'm just saying we can't say that it, another nationalities are dumb. No, no, you're absolutely right about that. No, no, no. One hundred percent. No, I, I'm gonna say you, you're absolutely right about that. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, remember Ninja Turtles? <laughs> now we are discussing Balky. <laughs> yeah. Now we're discussing Balky. We're going back. We're going back into Ninja Turtles now As because we haven't made it past the first scene. We went on this wild tangent, um, but 
while the turtles were playing basketball, Mikey was like carrying a pizza and like the basketball like hit the uh, hit the pizza and like went all over his face and everything. Did you did you know what kind of pizza Michelangelo had? Uh, I think it was some kind of candy in it. Gumdrops and chocolate chip pizza. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So that that, that was his uh, first pizza. We got another pizza coming up uh, at the end. But yeah. Uh, but and then when the ball hit Mikey and everything, it hit the TV and it turned the TV on because that's how basketballs work. But did you see when they were like playing basketball? Did you look at the rooms? How like uh, uh, inside those arcs, all, each of them had their room. And it was oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We got yeah. to see more in the turtles' room and everything. Yes, it was so nice, and they had, like, so many tools. Like, yeah. I think it was Donatello that had so much books, had an airplane hanging yeah. from the ceiling. Like, yeah. I was like... We've seen that airplane. we talked about that airplane before. I just want to let you know. <laughs> now, I, I just wanted to say, like, okay, they have all these things. They renew the sewers. How come their TV is still... Still with, like, three books? Yes, it's holding me the three books. Yeah, look, it's the 90s. Like, you know, TVs are expensive. They're not, like, disposable like they are now. Or, you know, it's like, oh, I want a new TV? Oh, yeah, here's 50 bucks. Here's a 200-inch uh, TV now. It's just, like, it's just, like, two years old because, you know, the technology ran out. Uh, but, yeah, like, so we get into... April, April and Vernon are talking about the, uh, the, the, the Ying, the Ying Dynasty statues, which, uh, these are, like, a real thing, like, you know, these terracotta statues, Mm -hmm. like, for, uh, Chinese warriors, um, like, I don't know if they bring them into New York museums like that, especially since there's a lot of them, um, but, like, you, you, uh, you can, like, find these in, like, China and that kind of stuff. If you remember, uh, one year, I think it was in California, we went to a museum. Yes. Yes, yes. And we saw some of them. Yes. Right. We didn't see this many. No. No. Because, uh, like, now, I'm gonna be off. They do make this many, they do make this many statues. Uh-huh. Uh, the, and, like, they're in China. Like, I doubt, I doubt China would be like, oh, here's some terracotta statues. And we're just gonna, like, give you, like, all of them. They're like, you know, th- this was definitely like, oh, we're just putting all these in this, um, in this episode to make that army kind of thing. I have it was one of those uh, philosophy that they had in the ancient history that, okay, we make these statues that for their soul to live in them. I think, no, to be honest, I think you're right. Uh, Ninja Turtles didn't really, like, go into that deep. But, um, like, I don't, not, I'm not an expert on these. I, I know they exist. I'm not, but I think that, I think you're right about that. I think it was, like, more of, like, a ancient kind of belief and be like oh because like you know they fought for china Mm -hmm. uh that like they wanted to like preserve like their uh like you know their their physical body or something right exactly yeah because i believe i believe like i believe all the warriors that died got a statue Mm -hmm. like i don't like now i i mean if someone knows the actual history, please like tell me. Uh, I should. This is stuff I should have looked up, but I didn't like look up. I I, I keep I, things I keep saying each podcast. This is something I should have looked up. Yeah, I don't look up. Um, <laughs> but they're going through the statue. Uh, for uh for some reason, and Crane le- explains it later on when like Vernon almost like knocks a light down on one of them. It starts like flashing. And, like, to say, like, the marble that it was made of is, like, not from this world. They didn't really, like, go into it too much. They just kind of, like, they just kind of, like, briefly mentioned about it. And, like, 
But I I want to know. I, I just want to note this. I, I want to just talk about the Jade Dragon statue. Because do you remember what that statue looked like? Yes. I, um, one of these? Yeah. Do you... Like like the, the, the dragon statue. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. I was I was looking up this yeah. oh. uh, just very fast. They were saying that um, they made these uh, armies to protect the... Um, that they um, put them in the grave with the actual. Um, oh. Empire. Okay, so it is. So 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 it is like the fallen warriors. Yes. To yes to to protect the king. I don't know how they what the emperor. Emperor. Em emperor. Emperor. Okay. Yeah, Ch China has emperors. To protect the emperor. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. That really insightful information there. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yes, the the dragon. It was very cartoony. Yes! Okay, that was the thing! Like, okay, we had, like, the artist drew, like, these really great terracotta statues yeah. for, like, the uh, the Peking uh, warriors. And then it came to the dragon, and, like, I mean, it really was, like, you had, like, a bunch of statues. Now, a bunch of statues were, like, copy and paste. I, I understand that. Um, but you came to this dragon, and like the dragon was like, Silly like, like, yeah, it was like, oh, let's give it to a ten-year-old, and like, let's just draw like this dragon. I was like, I really, I, I, it just so stood out. I'm like, I'm like, okay, you cannot tell me that the same people who made these terracotta statues also made this <laughs> dumb-looking dragon. And then, uh, and, and then the dragon's like holding, uh, the dragon's like holding a pearl, uh, and at one point, there's a shot of the TV where we just see the hands holding the pearl next to April, and, but, like, the dragon's hands, like, all of a sudden, like, turn into human. Like, they, they put it in, like, the flesh color into the green color. Like, they spent, like, I mean, in, like, I mean, I... Obviously, they're like, okay, these statues are going to be here in the majority of this episode. This dragon is just going to be in this one scene, and we'll never see it again. And, like, it was like, they, I don't know. Like, the dragon was so dumb looking. <laughs> like, I just, oh, it, it, it didn't fit. It, it really was like, like, it would be one of those if, if it was, like, real, and we went to the museum, and, like, you know, we see, like, we see, like, the you know, these, like, uh, these, uh, Beijing warrior statues. Yes. And then, and then we see, like, their dragon, and we're like, like, who's the lazy person that made this? Like, <laughs> they spent, like, no, like, did they just not, did this just stop, did they, like, work so hard on the other statues to make sure they're lifelike, that, like, they just, like, dragon was like, ah, who cares? Dragons are real. <laughs> Uh, uh, the dragon was just weird. Uh, the one, th I also, I want to talk about the pearl that, uh, the dragon's, uh, holding. Because, like, Mikey was asking what it is, and Donatello gave, like, this, like, really technical term for it. And then, did Leo just say he means it's an oyster? Or did he say it came from an oyster? So uh, I just wrote oyster. I don't know. I think he said... I really think he said, like, it was an oyster. And I'm like, no, it's a pearl. The pearls are inside the oysters. <laughs> like, uh, I, it was just... And I know throughout the rest of the episode they call it a pearl. Uh, but it was just, like... It was just, like, weird to hear, like, just something like that. Uh, that that's just... Uh, the, uh, the, that was just me. Uh, uh, maybe I have to listen to it again. Maybe I misheard it. Um, so d you're, you're just going a little... 
too fast. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I just wanted to tell the, the part that Master Splendid was uh, playing basketball. Oh, uh, we have not got to the part he can play basketball. Oh, we didn't? No, not yet. Oh, okay. Uh, no, no, because the turtles were playing basketball, but he ha he hasn't touched the basketball yet. Oh, okay. But because like after this, we go into the second like you know we go to the second drill uh -huh. in Dimension X. Oh, okay. And uh, you know, Krang is like, oh, we gotta get the statues and like, okay, here is where like Krang opens up a cabinet in the <laughs> Technodrome and like, I mean, it's like underneath the computers and all I could think of is like this is like this is a kitchen cabinet in like someone's house. Because he's like pulling out stuff as he's talking, trying to find what he's trying to find, and like you're just seeing him just pull out junk. <laughs> and I was just like, uh, like I, I really, I was like, I see what you guys are doing here. And like, I don't think that was a child's joke. I think that was a parent's joke, right? Yes, there. yes, yes. That like you know that was like I really think that's a parent's joke. Because I don't, I, as a kid, I'm pretty sure I didn't get, understand, like, I mean, I understood, like, oh, you pull out stuff out of the cabinet. Oh, uh, but, like, I mean, this was just, like, really, like, because he just kept talking as he, like, keeps pulling stuff out. Like, oh. and, like you don't know what he's, and he doesn't even say what he's pulling out. Like, like he doesn't tell us right or what it is until he gets it. I, I, I just really liked it. It was just so subtle, so, like. Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, I, I like that. Like so, he, what he does pull out, he pull out, he pulls out like this uh, remote control device. Mm -hmm. It was like you know something he can put on the shredder, can put on the statues, and a remote control to go with it. Yes. And Crane was basically explaining that the marble that these statues were made out of, um, that they're able to control. And he was like, do you saw, like, you know, and like, it was like really like, they didn't like really go into detail about it. It was like one of those that like, like, oh, just, just go with me. All right. The, the lights, it made the thing, uh, it made them, the statue flash. So therefore it, we can do this. Like, you know, they, they're like, they don't, they don't explain like, oh, this material was made out of something from Dimension X the whole time in the. And the Chinese people had no idea. Like, you know, they, they don't even, like, go that far. They're just like, no, 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 no. It works. It, just with these statues. Exactly. Yeah. It was, it was just like, it, it was like really like, just accept it. Just accept it and go and, and move on. Don't look into it. Yes, exactly. Right. Uh, and, yeah, so, uh, so, so Shredder and, Shredder and Roxanne and Bebop, they all, you know, basically go to the, uh, they, they go to the, the museum to start doing that. But now let's talk about Splinter and, and the basketball. Yes, then uh, then they ask Splinter to come and play. And then I just wanted to uh, mention, do Master Splinter, does Master Splinter have to ruin everything? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 because he's like really good at basketball all of a sudden? <laughs> they're just kids. They just want, they're just playing. And then Master Splinter like just going mood and then... Uh, take over the ball and never give it back to them and just so, like so here's the thing like Splinter's like oh, I don't know western sports I don't know how these things work I never touched a basketball in my life and then all of a sudden like you know he he, he is Michael Jordan and he's like <laughs> like going around and like uh, like like just <laughs> like, do you know uh, what uh, what is reminding me of um, I'm hoping our friend Carl is uh, listening to this right now. <laughs> because, 
because one year we went to uh, Disney together, and then yeah. it was in the Winnie the Pooh ride. <laughs> in the in uh, <laughs> in the line for the Winnie the Pooh, they have like uh, different stuff that uh, is for interactive for, right. the, for the kids. To right, put. right, yeah, yeah. It's so, like the honey thing, so you can like find a, a, all the items and everything. Yes, yeah, so it's hundred percent made for the kids right. too. That. Uh, they wait on the line. Right. Then we had like three adults. Yeah, three adults. In front of us. Uh-huh. That they were caught up in the moment that they're like... <laughs> they are they are 100% just like... Because the kids are trying to play on on these uh, walls. On these like walls that are covered in honey. And they're like... They're going there with their long adult arms. And like... <laughs> and like just cutting and just... going in front of the kids. And just take away... Taking away their fun. I just wish uh, we could have Carl this moment just to explain that. Yeah. <laughs> because he was making him mad. Yes. And he was explaining very funny. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, no, I, I know exactly what you meant. Yes. So, Mr. Springsteen was reminding me of those <laughs> Those guys. I feel like if Springsteen also goes to Winnie the Pooh. The Winnie the Pooh, right? He'll be like, you know. Okay, look at my, look, look at this, my students. <laughs> this is he how the honey works. Out the whole honey wall. <laughs> yes. This is how the honey uh, works. I can, I can definitely see that. A Ninja Turtle gift that's used a lot uh, on social media platforms is, came, comes from this episode. And that's, when Splinter is like completely like doing the the basketball Drill. and like just uh, uh and like going past all the turtles with his like basketball skills, <laughs> that like uh, you know in fact like uh I actually didn't make a gift for this episode because I uh because uh, I, I knew that this episode was the basketball gift and I was like no I'm just gonna use this gift and uh, at Preston Odinson actually like he retweeted us. And tagged Mark Cuban from uh, Shark Tank and said uh, said that Mark that Mark needs to add uh, Master Splinter uh, to the uh, the NBA um, Mavericks, the Texas Mavericks. Uh, Mark Cuban didn't respond to that person. Um, I don't think he will. Also, the fact that since Splinter is not real, but I, I I just thought it was funny that he he tagged he tagged uh, Mark Mark Cuban on that. I just have a very bad experience with basketball when I was in um, um, not high school not primary school middle school in the middle school yeah when I was in middle school we had basketball and um, someone hit my face with the basketball it's so painful oh I bet oh gosh all right so I will say this when I was in middle school and like my, my mom said this is like she just she was very proud of me of this moment and I mean to this day I still think that I don't know, uh, it, it was just me, like, uh, thinking I can do it, but, so when I was in middle, so when I was in middle school, because basketball was, like, my favorite sport, I really liked basketball, if you guys don't know, I'm short, alright, I am below average height, uh, so, I was not built to play basketball, um, uh, like, uh, there is, so, when I was growing up, there was a basketball player, his name was Muggsy Bogues, he's also the same height as I am, and he was a really well-known and top basketball player. Uh, I mean, like, and everyone, like, was commenting on his height. Well, when I was in middle school, I was like, I'm going to try out for the basketball team. And my mom was very proud of me because I tried out. I was bad. 
I was like completely bad. I mean, in, in like, I mean, it was like clear. I actually, I think I actually left early because like before he can like post what the, uh, who the people are going to be in because I, I was like, okay, I know I'm not in. <laughs> like, I mean, because, you know, there were people that were playing good. And then there was Jason. I mean, and it's okay. Uh, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't the same team. <laughs> probably, yeah. I mean, I was. I was not good at. But I just. I had a passion for basketball, and it's. It, to be honest, like it's one of those things that if I was passionate enough in it, and I kept at it, I think I could have been good. Because I mean, pe- there are a lot of people with natural talent. But then there's like a lot there, but there's people who have to work at that talent. Yes. And if you put in the time and energy, you can actually achieve those things. And I found this out when I was like running. Right, right now, right now I'm not that well of a runner, only because I've been kind of lazy about it. But I'm getting back into it, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm already seeing like my speeds like going down again. I'm like, oh, thank God. Um, but like when I first started running, I was awful. I couldn't like run a mile without like stopping and like breathing heavy and then like at my at like my peak i was able to run like six miles like without stopping and it was like like it was like nothing so now i'm not at that now i'm like uh i can drink right now i'm at the like i can do one and a half without stopping um and that's just because i really feel like i'm like starting back from zero again but but i'm just saying like just because you're not natural at something but if you're passionate you can, if you just put in the work, the time and work, like, you know, you can actually get into it and you can get into it. Like, you know, just never, if, if there's one thing that you're going to get out of this podcast, I want this to be the one thing that you get out of the podcast. Never compare yourself to others. Always compare yourself to yourself. That's what he's trying to work on me. <laughs> um, because there are people who are just natural at things and you know that will just frustrate you uh because you unfortunately something that someone gets up naturally you have to work for it but just because you have to work for it doesn't mean that your talent is less than theirs that just means that that you that that you have to put more time and effort into it to get to that level Mm -hmm. and so just make like you know as long as you're improving don't worry what the don't worry what the other person um levels it, it is at you might be able to get that level you might never but always compare to yourself like okay what where was i this uh this long ago to where am i now yes and uh, I, that's something i just like you know if anything, like, I know this is a Ninja Turtle podcast, we talked about Ninja Turtle episodes and how bad the animation is, but if there's a life <laughs> lesson that you can get out of all these 193 plus episodes that we are putting out each week, I want this to be the one lesson. I love it. It's the story of the turtle and the... The, 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 the rabbit, rabbit and, the, and the tortoise and the hare. Yes. Exactly. So, exactly. So. That, <laughs> This is Ninja Turtle. It is. It is. It is turtle related. It is definitely turtle related. All right. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's get back into the Technodrome because we got some. We got some great Krang and Shredder banter. And like this was, I like I said, like I said earlier, uh, this was definitely the highlight of the episode for me was just Krang and Shredder. Uh, so 
Shredder, it, like, so at this point, Shredder, uh, Shredder, Roxanne, Bebop, they got, like, the G General Yang, uh, they got the, the statue, like, under the control, and Shredder's like, hey, Roxanne, Bebop, go find the, f go to the source and find the turtles. And I really want to note at that, at that point, like, if they were able to go into the sewers and find the Ninja Turtles, then what have you guys been doing for three years? That, like, you guys are, oh, we don't know where the turtles lay are. We don't know where the turtles lay are. And then you're, now you're expecting, like, oh, Roxanne will be able to find them. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, like, we know, like, there's, like, some, like, blockage on the Technodrome because for some reason the Technodrome can, like, scan everything in New York except for the sewers where the turtles are at. Like, you know, like, Donnie, like, put some, like, you know, like, security, like, feed over there. I don't, I don't know, some cell phone towers to block it. But... But yeah, so so Rock Bay and Bebop are gone. Like now, Shredder's like putting like all the devices on the other statues. Yes. And Crank, so Crank is like calling out Shredder, and and like and like Shredder's like, look, I'm doing this. Like I'm, I'm gonna like you're soon. You're gonna be proud of me. And Crank is like, yeah, and soon I'm gonna like broccoli too. <laughs> <laughs> Just totally like. And, and then, like when the when the like call ends, like oh, uh, like Shredder, I was like, oh, I'll I'll show you my fat hand friend. Like oh, I don't know. Yes, my fat hand. <laughs> I mean, it, it is like so. I, mean, I just loved it. I loved that conversation so much. Yes. Like it it just really shows like the relationship uh, between each other. Like you know. I really it, think that the the writer for these lines has to be. Oh, 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 oh. The, yes, yes. No, I agree. I agree. And, like, oh, I mean, the writing is, like, so, like, well done here. It really does feel like just two, like, two people are, like, begrudgingly, they have to work together, are, like, are, like, you know, like, just, like, how they feel and everything. And they have, like, no remorse for her, what they say to each other. I mean, like, Crane can say it in front of Shred's face, and he has, like, he just doesn't care, and like while like crank, like as soon as like the call ends, like Shredder's like no no no, I'm gonna show you blah blah blah. Like I I I really, actually I really like that. All right, now here is where I have to thank uh, Michael Atkins just to let you know, because I totally missed this, and I would have missed the sound effect if it wasn't for Michael Atkins. But Michael Atkins point this out because when. When General, when General Trang, when, uh, when Bebop is controlling General Trang and he finds, and they find the turtles. By the way, no, they're not at the turtles' lair. I want to add this. I forgot to mention this. At one point when Splinter's, like, playing basketball, he, they purposely have him run out of the turtles' lair just so they can show the kids, hey, the bad guys have not found the turtles' lair. Uh -huh. Like, is this some other part of, like, the sewer just happens to have a basketball hoop? Like, they, they found, like, the park area of the sewer. The, the, the public park area. Uh, but, yeah. The, the, like, I, like, I really felt like that animation was just there. Just to be like, I think, like, someone just put, like, hey, let's add this here. Just so, just so the audience knows they're not, they didn't find the lair. <laughs> but, uh, so, so while, while, while Bebop is controlling General Chang, uh, he says... Attention, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We now return to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So he actually says the full title 
Uh, of the show, yeah, and I completely missed that. Yes, I missed it too. I know! See, that, that, that's what we have Michael Atkins here for. <laughs> You're awesome, Michael. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so, so yes, we have we have General Chang. He's like, like you know, uh, he's fighting he's fighting the turtles. Like, uh, the, the turtles are, are, are fighting against them. And the one thing I wrote is that at one point, the general brings out two sides. Yes, yes. I was like, where did they cut the size from? That's exactly right. Because, all right, size are actually Japanese weapons. And these are, um, these are Chinese warriors. Yes. And, like, I mean, I know, I know, uh, I know Eastman Lair didn't really do much, uh, background, background, uh, things when they were creating the Ninja and everything. Because this was supposed to be a one comic thing and, like, and it was supposed to be done. They didn't know how popular this, this, uh, series was going to get. But, I mean, obviously, like, Fred Wolf Company didn't do much thing either because the Chinese warriors are not supposed to get, have size. And, like, he's not the only Chinese warrior with the size. We saw other of the statues have size as well. But you're right. At the same time, like, where did he find it? Because, like, you know, like, it's not like, it's not like the people, like, made the statue and, like, oh, hey, let's put a bunch of weapons in their belt. He had a sword... And a bow and arrow and some arrows. Yes. I'm... Like, like there's no room for like the sculptor to be like, oh, let's put some size back there. Um, but he shouldn't have size at all because size are a Japanese weapon. They are not a Chinese weapon. Wait, how how do you write size? S A I S. Like a sai is S A I, and then two and it's gonna be S I S I A S. Thank you, Ninja Turtles action figures. I would never have known how to spell Sai or Katana. Because I or always... Nu or Nunchaku without you. So I always like heard it. I was like, uh, I wrote Side. <laughs> Side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So the Turtles are fighting a statue. Uh, and they totally, like, destroy General uh, Chang. Like, the, 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 the statue, they completely, like, you know... They just let the statue like they jump over a they jump over like a uh like a like a part in the sewer and then like I mean Mikey's the only one who couldn't really make the the jump but like Donatello like grabbed him and everything. Uh huh. Yeah, and then like the statue was like trying to do that as well, but then he fell and broke. <laughs> like, and like and a piece of his sword broke, so that's how like Donatello was able to like uh like just track down like the material and everything. But like, like that. But that's how the turtles like beat that one. The 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 general was by by like you know just having like a space hole in the sewer. Uh, all right. So while the turtles are finding that, we go we cut back to Sh Shredder, and Shredder has basically put the device on all the statues as as he uh, in uh, and Shredder has his own remote. I want to add because also like. Donatello grabs the broken remote from from Bebop, uh, but like Shredder has his own his own remote, and then like he starts commanding the statues. Do you know what? Do, did you hear what his command was? Who was commanding? Like like well not his command. He's like march command. Like you know you know, you know when like people like in the army march you hear like the 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 general go like left 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 right left. Yeah. Well Shredder he said left left. Uh, you left your wife and your 48 kids left. <laughs> and I was 
like, where did this come from? What the heck was this? And why is this on a kid's show? Like, like things like you don't expect to hear from a kid's show is, is like someone saying, you left your wife and your 48 kids. So it's like, it's like the writer put these little things that all these kids when they grow up and then they appreciate it. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so that's the statues like marching and everything. Uh, we we go into. That the, uh, I think it was people of Russia. They said turtle kebab. Oh, uh, I believe yes, yes. It, it was them. I, I didn't write that down. I don't know why. You know, they, he said they said kebab, and I totally didn't. Uh... I think they said turtle kebab. Yeah, yeah, turtle kebab. Yeah, because like because the 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 general had the sword, and he was gonna like you know they're saying like you know. Yes, because they always say turtle soup, but this right, is right. Turtle... Just thought they had like turtle kebab. <laughs> Did that make you hungry for for? No, for... it was interesting for him because they, they usually like kebab is something that they uh is. Um, they mentioned with the Middle Eastern food, but right. this time she said, uh, oh, it's a Chinese turtle kebab. I was like, what is that? Right, well, they're just saying because of the sword. Uh-huh. And, like, you know, so they can, like... Because whenever you hear, like, someone say, like, kebab, they, they means, like, oh, they're going to stick them through the thing. Like, <laughs> you know, kind of like how, like, you know, shish kebab and everything is. Yes. Yeah. Uh-oh. I, I mean, I know for you it's interesting because, you know, this is, like, your favorite food. <laughs> of course. That's, yeah. So... We go to Channel Six and we go to uh, Burn Thompson. Which, all right, this is not the, this is not like the only time we hear from Burn Thompson, but this is the only time we see Burn Thompson. And he like you know he was like, oh, I need you guys to do the story on the, uh, um, on these things because like all the statues are gone and find find the statues and that kind of stuff and and then like and then like because uh, April's in there and she was like, okay, I need like you know she's giving. Like burn like times like the list of things that she needs uh to do the story and then like, one of the things she says is like oh I need the credit card for the van because it's low on gas. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. I want to note this. This is 1990. Like okay, I know now when you go to a gas station like it's like credit card the the credit card's like right outside. Mm-hmm. Like you know that's something that's something some standard now. Back then that was not standard. Back then, let me tell you how you... Alright, kids, let me tell you how you had to do... Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, filling up gas tanks back then. You had to go to the gas station. You had to fill up the... You had to fill up the gas tank. And then you had a number on your... Uh, on your uh, on your thing. And then you had to go inside the gas station with cash. Because they did not accept credit cards. Because gas was too... like. It was too much of a commodity, and like also because of how cheap it was. Also back then, it would have been too expensive to have credit cards mm-hmm. uh, for gas, and so you had to go inside. You had to give them cash because they did not accept credit cards uh, uh, for, uh, for for gas at that time, uh, and that's how you do it. And so I was like, since asking a credit card for gas, I was like. I was like, was this was this episode like made in the late '90s? No, it was made in the early '90s. This wasn't a thing back then. I I I know. All right, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'm gonna age myself because uh, when I was in high school, that's when I was driving, oh. and not every gas station had at when I was driving. Not every gas station had the 
credit card machine at, outside. Eh? Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't until like uh, I mean I, it wasn't until I was in college where that became standard. Uh-huh. Uh, no, like I would fill up and then I'm like, oh, I gotta go inside and like I I, and I hated going to those gas stations uh, where I had to pay with gas because I preferred to do it with the card. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like but even when I was in high school, gas was still like under a dollar. But then like I mean when when I got to college, that's like when the oil prices like really jumped. Uh-huh. Right. So, all right. Uh, so, so you know, April and Vernon, they're in the van and everything. They're, uh, the, uh, the, they're, they're driving, and we get to a point where so Rocksteady and Bebop, like they get like four more terracotta st- statues, like in the because like you know they broke the general, they 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 broke the general, and so they're like oh, so they go back to Shredder and like Shredder like. Gives them more. Like, we don't really see Shredder give them more. We just see, like, them talking to each other on the thing. Yes. On the communicator. Uh, but, like... But did, you, uh, did you know... Uh, I never pay attention that the Bebop and Rocksteady also has the same, uh, like, phone or communicator that Shredder that, Yeah, yeah. They, they all have the same uh, comlink. They, they look exactly the same. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All the villains have the same comlink. They're like... Like, the only one who has, like, something different is April with her turtle comp. April has a different turtle comp. April has different, turtles have different, and uh, Shredder team has different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Shredder team has their own stuff. They have the comm link. Yes. And then, like, the turtles have the turtle comp. Yes. It's just that all the turtles have the same turtle comp except for April. April's the only one that has the flip phone. Yes, but April's not a turtle. What? April is not a turtle. I know, I know. but, like, the split, <laughs> the Splinter and the turtles have the... Same turtle com where it just opens up and down. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, all right. So uh, they first they pass a Mongolian pizza restaurant, which okay, I'm gonna say this right now. Maybe maybe there might be a Mongolian pizza restaurant somewhere in the world right now, but I'm gonna tell you in 1990 there was not a Mongolian pizza in New York City. Like I'm pretty like the, the, the that seems too trendy. Do you understand? Yes. That seems like way too trendy. Like you know, I, I'm I'm sure there was Mongolian restaurants, but I'm pretty sure they never were like, oh hey, we're gonna make put all this ingredients on a pizza. That that's a very like 2000s 2010s kind of thing to do. Oh, uh, so they passed that and everything, and and then like oh no, they fell for Roxanne Bebo's trap. Where they're in an alleyway with. With the uh, with with the terracotta sto- soldiers coming after them and everything, I do want to note throughout this whole episode, we see Michelangelo's nunchucks on his back, but he actually never brings out his nunchucks. He only brings out the turtle grapple. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, we're we're getting we're like we're so close, we're so close to where those those nunchucks are gonna be gone. But like it, it is, it's like it's like right now we're doing that whole they're doing that whole transition, trying to get the kids to forget. Mm-hmm. That like you know they're they like they're exist. just kind of like like oh we're just transitioning like you know it's a kind uh, kind of thing uh like you know um like I was like oh no, no like no 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 he he always uses the 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 turtle grapple no he never touches those nunchucks um well uh, at one point while they're fighting the terracotta soldiers Donatello is like on like a fire escape kind of thing above the soldier. And he drops a rope, and the rope ties around the statue's neck, and he pulls up the statue. Yes. Yeah. All right. I'm just saying this right now. 
if they made this episode now, that rope would have been around the waist. Because the, the fact that the rope was around the neck, uh -huh. I don't think that's allowed in, in a kid's cartoon now. Yes, yes. Even yes. though this is a statue, I think they still would limit it because they don't want kid like the like the reason why like we have like these kind of like harsh uh what's it called like uh standard practices on like kids shows is because they don't want kids to imitate this. Mm -hmm. And even though that doesn't like, I'm pretty sure if they did this now, if the if it was Roxanne and Bebop, they wouldn't have put it around the neck. But I think they're like, oh, it's a statue. It's okay. We'll put it around the neck. And they, they did it. Like, it, it makes the most sense. Yes, yes. But I'm just saying, if this was done, if this was done now, if they, like, took the scene now, they would have, like, moved that rope and they would have put it around the waist. Yes, yeah, and, right. And grabbed it by the waist. Um, only because that's a lot less dangerous. Mm -hmm. But I, so I was kind of shocked to see. It's like, oh, it's around the neck. Um, yeah, and, it, like, you know, they... They do that. The the turtles like like you know they they take their time like you know the, they were able to beat all four of these statues as well. So that made rock that made uh be up for Rock City like call Shredder again, tell him like oh they failed again, like oh sorry for keep calling you and like you know blah blah blah. I the one thing I note about this phone call was. We got a rare instance, like we we seen we seen this before, but we got another rare instance, like for like two frames, where we see Bebop's eyes. I don't know if you saw that or not. No, I didn't. No, so it's during the phone call when his like the when he's on the comm link, and like Bebop kind of like turns his head real fast, and his glasses like kind of drop down, and we see the, his eyes for like a brief second. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to show me. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely show you. I'll do like a like a screenshot of that, so you can so you can see it. Um. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, after Shredder ends his call with Roxanne and Bebop, then Crane calls him. Then uh, calls Shredder. And... I mean, I have... I wrote stuff, but I have no idea where uh, am I in your thing. Uh, it, it's okay. Okay. So, so, uh, so Crane calls... Crane calls Shredder. And then, like, Crane was like, okay. Because, like, Shredder's like, oh, they're, they're, like, oh, they're, they're failing again. And then Crane was like, all right. Just, he was like, just grab April O'Neil. And Shre this isn't really fourth wall breaking because Shredder does say this to Krang and it is a natural thing to say to Krang, but this is a really close to fourth wall breaking. Uh, don't worry, we do have a fourth wall break in this episode. Um, but Shredder does like go to Krang. He was like, sure, why not? It's not like, it was like, like, you know, we've done it 30 times before, but who's counting? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. And I like that because like they, 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 they acknowledge, okay, this is our go-to plot. This is our, hey... Oh, what do we do? Okay, we'll kidnap April. Yes. Yeah. And, like, I mean, because that was, like, Crane's, like, reaction to, like, okay, let's, this is how we get the turtles out. We kidnap, uh, we kidnap April. So, so by this time, like, Sh like Shredder, Roxanne, and Bebop, they're all, like, now controlling the statues to go and get, like, the, the Channel 6 news van. And I had to say this about the news van. I don't know if you noticed this. I wrote this. I wrote, like... Because at one point, like, they're, you know, they're, they're driving the van, and all of a sudden, like, you see the van, like, kind of crash. Yes. I wrote that this is, that the van crashed like a low-budget sitcom. Because we don't actually see the van hit anything. We just see Vernon, and then, like, all of a sudden, like, the camera shakes, and they're like, oh, no, we, we hit something. And we didn't actually see the van hit anything. 
I think that the the statues uh, hit the. They're right, right. The statues hit the thing, the the van. The statues hit the van, but we don't actually see the physical hits. Yeah. That's why I said it was like a low budget sitcom because all right, so because sitcoms they have this thing like where they're like, oh well, we can't, we're not gonna actually have a car crash into something because that costs too much money because they have to pay for the car if they do that. So whenever like they simulate a car crash. You just see the camera shake and and like you hear the sound effects of the and then you see the camera shake and you're like oh the oh we crashed the car and then like and then like and then you go outside and like see like the the car like hit like hit something or something like that yes and like uh but you don't actually see the physical crash because if they do the physical crash that like the one that costs money that they have to pay for the car because they have to like hit it they have to like there's so many elements to do it, and so they cheat, and where they don't have to like endanger any of the actors or any of the stuntmen, and they just like do that, and then make it look like it's a crash. Yes, that, and it might even be a, a special effect that it's a, a small, tiny car that. Right. We see it in a scale of a thing that is a real car. Right. Well, this is a cartoon. I think they can afford to show the 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 van no, actually hit. I'm talking about the. The real... Uh, no, no I, I know what you're talking about. I'm talking about this show right here. We didn't need to do that. We could have had the... We could have had the van actually crash in... Show the van crash into the uh, stone warriors. When, you, when you're animating and you have to figure out, like, how to animate it, then... <laughs> <laughs> I, I just thought it was just a weird thing. I really... I really thought it was just a weird thing, and it was just like... Like, uh, just, I don't know, I, it, it was just, it was just a weird moment, I, I just thought. I thought it was a weird moment for an animated series. Because they don't have that limitation of a sitcom. They don't have, like, you know, it, it's not like when they crash a news van, they have, like, they have to pay for a new van. Or, like, it's not like they have to hire stunt, uh, drivers to do the crash. Because all of it is, like, you know, that, that's what I'm saying. But I know what you're saying, too. Alright, I want to get into this fourth wall break here. You know, do you know, and do you know what I'm talking about? Leonardo. Leonardo, exactly. So, at one point, Leonardo, first, like, Leonardo, like, he, he puts his sword underneath a marble stone warrior, which, I mean, these, these guys are made out of marble. They're also heavy. But, like, it, Leonardo, like, puts the sword underneath its feet and just tosses it like it's nothing. And then, and then he was like, he was like, all right. He was like, all right, um... Uh, he was like, all right, I'm, we're going to flip for this. Oh, tails, you lose. And then he turns right to the camera and says, what? I can be witty too. Fourth wall break. Mutant turtle filth. It's not true. We shower regularly. <laughs> so that that's our, uh, you know, that, that that's definitely our fourth wall break. And that, that's like... That's like Leonardo, and I'm sure like this is like Cam Clark going like, all right, like can I please like I can I can just imagine Cam Clark just going like the voice of Leonardo is like, can I please just get a funny line, just just please. I'm always like the serious one. Yes, exactly. Like like I, I'm sure he's just like I'm sure he's like I, I just imagine him like going into the writers room and just be like, hey guys, come on, come on, give give Leonardo something, get like you know like. Like, you, for goodness sake, you have, like, Donatello making, like, wisecracks. And all of a sudden, like, you know, it's like, I always have to be the serious one. Can I just please not get a uh, turtle power or turtle's fight with honor? Just something like a, hey, 
Hey, you'll flip for this! And like, you know, and I'm sure like, I, I don't know, maybe he slipped one of them like, like $10. And like, he was like, all right, I'll give Leo a line. And like, you know, he's like, all right, hey, you know what? Not only he'll get a line, he'll also get a fourth wall break. Because it's due time. Because Leo, had, at this point, I think this is Leo's first fourth wall break. In like four years of the show going on now. Yes, I think you're right. So, um, there were some points that we saw that uh, Donnie is uh, working on uh, some of these things. Yeah. And then uh, in his room, we see that he has so much technology, like so much like monitor, different machines. Yeah. That we, ne- we never saw um, in the sewers that uh, he has all those things. Right. Um, I-, I just thought it was very interesting because like um, the same as Krang that has so much like technology and machine has been like Donia also had so much stuff. Oh, I agree. And then um, there was also one scene that um, I think it was I think it was uh, April that said two head better than one, but uh, even if uh, one of them is Vendor. <laughs> Vernon. <Burner. laughs> I thought that's a. I think he told that to she told that to Burn Thompson. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she turned. Out, yeah, yeah. You know, and we totally I totally skipped that. That's totally my fault right there. <laughs> No, I, I, yeah. Then the other thing I want to mention is that, um, did you, ch- did you pay attention to Shredder's chair? No. His chair was, I think his, his chair is supposed to be one of those Emperor, uh, chair. Oh, he, he, he it probably, I probably was supposed to be the Emperor chair because he was doing all those, uh, those warriors from the, uh, the, the Peking, uh, dynasty. Yes, because it was a very fancy chair. Both yeah. So it had like I think like armrest or something like that for him to grab onto. Yes, on on the uh, uh, it had like some kind of like animal. I don't know if it was lion or probably something. a lion. Like yeah, I, I uh, but you know it's very fitting for Shredder to be honest. Like you know he has a helmet, he has a cape, <laughs> like you know therefore and now he has an army and now now he has like you know the whole terracotta soldiers like fighting for him. The other the other thing that I thought it was cool that. Uh, I think it was Shredder's Shredder or Bebop phone. I don't know. One of them. I think it was. I don't know. Um, the phone was like TV. Was that when you see that the old TVs when you change the channel? Like, oh, the, yeah, yeah. That was Shredder because it went from Bebop to Krang and it did the like channel flip kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, no, that was definitely Shredder's that we saw that. Where like, cause he first was talking to Bebop, then he went, then it went to Krang, like with that. So also there was an animation thing that was bothering me so much. There was uh, one scene that uh, April was scared and she was like, um, like screaming or something. Then uh, do you see like the um, cutout animation that everything has like a point and it uh, the the way they they just turn it yeah. around that point. His head was like, her head was just, uh, it was clearly a separate layer that they were, they were just like, instead oh. of animating her. Oh, they yeah. Just, they were just moving the head like They're separately. Just... Yeah. And it was like very like, it looked like a GIF more than like animation. Right. No, I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. No, I, I can definitely see that. So, so at this point, now the turtles are, they're sneaking in like the roof of the, of the museum, which is weird because the roof of the museum has like a window, like as a old haunted house. <laughs> and then like there's bats coming out of it. Yes, I was like, 
How come that? Right, exactly. Um, because, like, so at this point, like, Shredder kidnaps, like, April and Vernon inside the van. Which is funny, because I didn't know Shredder knew Vernon's last name. And, then, you know, he actually calls, like, Shred uh, Vernon Mr. Fenwick. Um, and, but, uh, the, you know, the, the soldiers, they, they literally grab the van out from the street and carry it. Uh, and so, like, the turtles are like, okay, look, we're gonna follow it into the museum. They go to the museum. Like I said, the, the roof of the museum just looks like an old house. Yeah. It's, like, weird, because you would expect a museum to be modern. Um, and then, like, uh... It looks like an attic that has potential to be a bedroom. Right. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. Yes. And, uh, it really looked like that. And then, like, um, uh, uh, like, you know, like... Leo actually, like, go again with another joke. Like, he makes one joke, and he was like, I'm going to keep making more. Um, and he was like, he was like, I was like, Raph, get, get in here. Don't be so batty. <laughs> and then, like, uh. Oh, batty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and then, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to pick on Leonardo one more time. Uh, and I, actually, uh, no, I, I have more times to pick on Leo. But, uh, but I'm going to pick on him again, because... There's a scene where he's talking to Michelangelo, and Michelangelo is in, like, full frame. And, like, Leo is, like, in the corner. And then, like, Leo starts talking, and there's no focus on Leo. He's, like, barely in the scene, and you see him, you see him animated, but, like, his face is, like, half in there. And I, I'm almost, I almost, like, looked at it, and I, and I was thinking, like, was this supposed to be in widescreen and but like we had to put it in four by three and like Leo had to get cut out and I was like no this is the nineties we didn't there was no such thing as widescreen TVs there was like no reason for like it was just weird framing do, do you know what I'm talking about I no I don't remember I'll I'll, I'll, I'll I'll show it to you again but it was just a really weird frame because we had like Michelangelo in full frame and then we just had like Leo he was and Leo was talking it's just that. Instead of them, like, focusing on Leo, he was just kind of, like, half. Not even half. His, like, face was, like, hardly in the frame at all. And we just... We, we, he was still being animated. Uh. Yeah. It was really weird. So, so from here, this is where the turtles, they crash from the roof. Like, having the van, like... Like, well, uh, the, the soldiers already dropped the van. But, like, the... the like, they crash from the roof um, to rescue... April and Vernon from the from the van. So we see Leo, and he opens the door to the van, like uh, having April and Vernon uh, escape. And then, and then, like the weird part was after he does that, we see three turtles like swinging on the on the rope uh, to kick the other uh, soldiers, and one of them was Leo. Yes. So like, uh, so either. Leo was supposed to, uh, so either Donnie was supposed to rescue, uh, April and Vernon, or Leo, or Donnie was supposed to be swinging from the rope, because there's no way Leo, like, went down, and then he was like, hold on, wait, let me get back on the roof and grab a rope, and, uh, yeah, then uh, immediately after that, Donatello runs to the machine that, uh, Schroeder was using, because he was powering up, uh, the, the devices with the pearl, and, like, Donnie basically takes that, uh, the pearl out of there, and this is, like, when he realizes, like, oh, the, the pearl is, like, hot from all the electricity it's been conducting. But you didn't talk about that one of the good 
the fight of uh, Shredder and Krang, like, not fight, like, they're... Oh, 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 I didn't write it down. Go ahead and talk about it. Sorry. So, um, um, um Shredder was telling uh, Krang, uh, don't you know how to say please? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, I did write it down. I didn't write, I didn't write what it was the reference for. Yes! Yes, okay. Okay, 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 explain it. I'll, I'll tell you what I wrote. And then Crank says, uh, instead of his saying please, he said now, and uh, what he he said like. Um, like yeah. very mean and forceful. Yes, and then <laughs> and then I loved uh, share their hands. Says, close enough. <laughs> okay, I just wrote close enough. And I didn't, I, I was I looking at it, and I was like, oh, I don't know what this is a reference for. So that's why I skipped it. I'm oh. so glad you brought it up, because I, I wrote it down. I wrote it down. I just, I just, like, looked at it, and I was like, oh, I forgot what this was for. And so that's why I skipped it. So I'm glad. <laughs> yes, no, I love that exchange. That like was... I said, if this whole, like, if this whole episode was just Shredder and Crane just arguing with each other, this would be, like, the best episode. Exactly. Like... <laughs> so there was also one scene that, uh... They were saying that um, April is not a ninja, but then April inside. But then they showed inside the van, and they showed that April is actually. It's like, like she was twirling something. I don't know what she was twirling. Yes, I wanted to ask you what was that rope thing that. I don't know my microphone. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what she was twirling. I, maybe her necklace. I I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know because they didn't like slow it down. We just saw like the the effect of it twirling. But yeah, so. So yeah, the turtles are are fighting uh, the Stone Warriors and Sh- Shredder, Roxanne, and Bebop, and uh, they have they have the pearl. And at this point, like to wait, they end everything is that like because like so they try to like escape from them. Nike like tries to bar- barricade the room with like Shredder, like Shredder and the and the Stone Warriors. They force the door open and like so we we have like this like room of like all of them like standing all close to each other and then uh and then like leo like i was like okay and he rolls the pearl as a bowling ball yes and which like knocks everyone over and because he does this the the uh the terracotta soldiers like they uh they lose control and like because i guess the machine broke or something like that but they, but but Shredder but but Shredder loses control of the of the Stone Warriors and then like he was like oh no they're just statues now and uh and then like Roxanne Roxanne Bebop and Shredder they they call Krang to open the open the portal and as they go back into Dimension X. There was something happened to Vernon that I thought was funny that. Well, um... like him going inside the uh he went inside like a basket. Oh, and then um. And then April came and told her something, and then he said, "Cute." Yeah, because like so, April says, "Oh, you remind me of a so- of a song." He was like, "Oh, what's that?" He was like, "The the turkey and the straw." Which uh-huh. yeah, which uh, you know, I I'm pretty sure our son knows that song. Like um, I mean, I heard, I know, I heard him sing it. I, I uh, sing it. I don't know how it, it's a classic song that like, and like I like if I if I like you know when I hear the words, I know what the words are. It's just that, like, when I hear the title, I, I always forget what, the, the, what it is. Turkey and Straw? Yeah, it's a Turkey and the Straw. It's like a, it's a classic, 
it's a classic song. It's like, it goes, like, something like that. And, uh, but our son knows that song. So, after the turtles have their fun, we go back into the turtles' lair, and, like, Splinter's like, okay, it's time for me to teach you guys, you know, layups, and, like, so now Splinter's this basketball expert now, after only playing for, like, five minutes, and, like, the turtles are like, oh, no, no, we're tired. Um, and then, like, we find out that the turtles actually went to the Mongolian pizza place, and the pizza had ox burgers and yak cheese pizza. Uh, I'm pretty, I'm, like, 90% sure this is not a thing. Uh, like, I mean, I, I can see yak cheese on a pizza, I just, I'm pretty sure they'll have ox meat on it. I don't, I don't think, like, they make it a pizza, like, that's, like, ox actual burger. Like, uh, um, and then... The episode ends with April bringing in a statue, but when she comes in, the statue is like in a big shadow and everything. The turtles are all, all worried, and and she was like, "Oh no, I felt like everything you did. I'm gonna get you this uh, junky souvenir from the like." She didn't say say junky souvenir, but you know, you know, it's a junky souvenir from the uh, museum, <laughs> and and like you know, and then they they joke and say, "Oh." That's pretty marvelous. And then that's how the episode ends. And yeah. Uh, so, so uh, what did you think of it uh, overall? I thought it was an interesting uh, episode. I like that they um, they played with some ancient and history thing. Yeah, I I I, I like that. And um, they made it so Ninja Turtle-y. I yes. To be honest, like, 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 yes, yes, yes. Like, Chinese, like, stone warriors, like, find like this. Very Ninja Turtles-like, to be honest. Like, I will say, this is more of a Ninja Turtles episode than, like, last episode. I, I definitely agree with you. I think, like, like I said, I didn't remember much about this episode. So, this week, I was, like, watching more than I was writing. And, uh, you know, I, I mentioned this a couple times, but, like, this... Shredder, Shredder's and Krang's exchange was like definitely like the big highlight for this episode for me. Uh, also, I, w- I also want to note this because at one point, uh, like Dante was like mentioning like, oh, um, if we can beat like four statues in twenty minutes, uh, it like it, it would take like, he, and he starts doing the math and like he comes up with this like ridiculous number and Michael Atkins actually did the math. To come up with the correct number, because I was first thinking about doing the math, uh-huh. but but um but like before I was like but uh before I was like writing my notes, I checked with I checked Michael's thing and I saw that he did the math and here's the deal. So because Dontello says uh to beat ninety five would be twelve hours thirty four minutes and eleven seconds, but according to his math with four minutes to, with four uh marble statues to beat in twenty minutes. Um, it should only take six hours and 20 minutes. So half the time that Dontel actually gave. So Dontel's like, I don't know, just making up some numbers over there uh, to make it sound more more difficult than what it is. But yes, thank you for everyone who contributed uh, for this episode. Uh, uh, you guys are awesome for that. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, th- this, this was pretty good. Uh, I liked it. And join us uh, next week. Next week... We're going to be talking about the episode 
Shredder's mom. Shredder's mom? Shredder's mom, that's right. You see that? We're gonna meet Shredder's mom next oh, episode. Oh, I love this one. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, I know you're gonna be excited for this one. Uh, and like, oh, 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 trust me, this, it, it, there, there's a lot of great Krang moments in this episode as well. What, what about Krang's mom? Uh, I, I, I don't think we meet Krang's mom, no. But I, I'm gonna say this for you also. This is not the only relative Shredder we're gonna meet in the show. Uh, Shredder's sister? Uh, no, it's gonna be his brother, but that comes later. Uh, I don't uh. want him to have a brother. <laughs> but join us next week as we talk about that episode. If you have any memories or questions, please email us at turtlerecallpodcast at gmail.com or tweet us at turtlerecallpod. Uh, is there anything else you want to add, to, add uh, for this week, honey? No, like, like Frank says, no! It's about now. I like yeah, that. Yeah, you have to say close enough. Close enough. All right, till next time, guys. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to us. If you have any comments or memories you want to share, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter at Turtle Recall Pop. Turtle Recall is proud to be a part of the Res TV network. Be sure to go to res.tv to check out our podcast and other great podcasts they have available.